So we're back with benching and bullshitting. It has been a minute since we've uh, done a podcast, since I've gone live, uh, ever since I had this big competition three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Three weeks ago to Today. a couple days ago. Yesterday, three weeks. Three weeks ago <laughs> yesterday. Know. It's been so long. Two weeks yesterday, technically. No, it was three weeks. Oh, three. Jesus. Three weeks. It's been three freaking weeks since I competed. So we were in uh, York Barbell again. Probably my fifth or sixth time competing at York Barbell, one of the best venues I've ever been to. And uh, it's just a historical site. I mean, New York, York kind of is kind of ugly and gross, but looks like Ohio. So uh, we like going there, though. Uh, hotels are cheap, and I like competing there. Uh, York Barbell hosted the 2022 IPA Pennsylvania State Powerlifting Championships. And uh, me and my friend Owen were competing. Owen uh, was, it was his first time competing ever, uh, officially anyway, uh, sanctioned meet. He did full power, got himself a nice total, and uh, very proud of him. And I did bench only, because that's, that's how I like to do things. <clears throat> so we, uh, I competed in the unlimited division for the first time ever. It was my debut uh, doing the unlimited shirts, uh, the, debuting the Pharrell equipment. Opener was set at 12.25. I know... Uh, on Ryan's show, he had said that I th- he thought I opened at 12.55. In fact, it was 12.25. So, got that pretty smooth. Uh, it was a little harder than I was expecting. Uh, touching in those things is a lot easier uh, as well, uh, which is cool because I've always worked with katanas pretty much my entire competitive career, uh, just not this last competition. So for almost 13, 14 years, I've done nothing but katanas, katanas, katanas. And they are a bitch to touch with. Single ply, multiply, it doesn't matter. Uh, so I touched pretty easy, 1225, blew it up, got it. So all-time world record right there. Uh, first person to bench 12, very happy with that. Um, then we jumped to 1320, which is interesting because that was my original number I wanted to hit. But because the opener was slow, it, was, it wasn't uh, as fast as I thought it was going to be. I wanted to make a more conservative jump. I was thinking, hey, let's jump 20, 30 pounds, like 1250, 1260, and then go for a third. And she's like, I already told the table 1320. I was like, hmm, well, uh, hey, hey, fuck it. We're at, a, we're at a competition. Now is the time to push it. You can push it in the gym. You can do whatever you want in the, in the gym. It doesn't matter it, it matters but it not it doesn't, count. it doesn't count so anyway so we went to 1320 and i said hey regardless if i get this or not this is my last attempt for the day i'm not gonna go for a third so let's just let's just go ahead and get this on the second so i don't have to think about it and i did throw 1320 two for two for the day and uh pretty happy about it <laughs> Uh, I chose that number for a few reasons, uh, if anybody was asking uh, in the last few weeks. First reason was I didn't want to hit 13 flat. I wanted to go above 1,300 uh, for the first time ever. Uh, and, and, and uh, you know, it just... And then the 13-plus was also to become the first human to do it as well. Uh, not just being the first human to bench 12, but also being the first human to bench 13 in the same competition as well. So that was pretty cool. I also chose that number because it exceeds the heaviest squat ever done. So I, I wanted to outbench the squat by a 
10 pounds would have been cool, but it was, it was we were using pounds, not kilos, so we had to do 13, 20, an even number. So that was cool. Um, I learned later, this is not one of my reasons, but I learned later that 13, 20 is the number of feet in a quarter-mile drag strip. So I thought, oh, that's all right, cool. I, I didn't think about that. Uh, then according to my calculator, um, which failed me, <laughs> I... 600 kilos, so 600 times 2.2 came out to 1320 on my phone. I'm like, oh, perfect. I wanted to be the first to bench 600. Not that I care about kilos, but I wanted to be the first person to bench 600 kilos. And then she Googled it afterwards, and it turned out I benched like 599 or 598. Because it's not 2.2. It's like 2.214 or something like that. Oh, Taylor's on here. Hi, Taylor. (laughs) Happy birthday. birthday. Happy belated birthday. We'll see you tomorrow. (laughs) Um, anyhow, so that was, so that was, you know, I, I, I missed that, but I, you know, I wasn't thinking about that in the day. Uh, I don't know that that's kind of where I was going with it. Um, a few number of reasons why I wanted to hit that number. So we got it. Uh, you know, that, that number will be broken someday. I don't doubt that you, you, you basically rent records. Records are rented. You can enjoy them while you have them. It will be surpassed at some point. Uh, but the thing that nobody can take away from me, and this is a first for me, um, I've never been, I've been in the position where I've had the heaviest bench ever done, but not, I've not been in the position where I was the first to ever do something. The first, ma- like, uh, like Canelli, first to bench eight, Gene, first to bench nine and a thousand. You know, Meeker was the first to hit 1100, 1102 with 500 kilos, so. Um, nobody can ever take away the fact that I was the first to do 12 and 13 in the same competition anyway. So very, 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 very pleased how the competition went. Matt, what's up, man? Uh, I wanted to just give a public shout out to everybody involved. There's so many to name. My wife, first of all, who's always there. And uh, she became pretty famous, too. Uh, <laughs> we went to this Arnold Classic. We'll talk about that here in a minute. And, uh, I wouldn't say famous. You know, and everybody knows who she is, too, because she's always there, and she's always supporting me, and that's, that's incredible. And my entire gym, uh, my entire bench crew, the Unleashed Strength family, my gym owner, uh, Dean, Amber, Joe, Owen, uh, Brian, Cameron, Taylor. Who else do we got? Dino, so many people. Got a big crew. <laughs> and then we had Dakota and Nick came down. Nick and Dakota were there. They helped me out. Nick was actually an extra side spot for my 1320. They told the Nick, uh, Rob Farrell was there. Thank you, Rob, as well, for the equipment and the, just their un- unrelented help you've, you've given me. And uh, quite an ambassador to the sport. And he, uh, Rob and Nick were the extra side guys. And they basically told the red shirts, the the, the meat spotters, like, yeah, <laughs> we got this. We have to spot this. So um, the meat directors themselves, Mark Chalet and his gym, uh, Fred Fisher was there, obviously, to witness the, the lift and all the other judges. And then uh, Anderson Powerlifting. <laughs> Been with them for 12 years. Uh yeah, that's been pretty special. They've been helping me out for... You were with them before we met. We've been together 12 years. I got with them when I was 19. 
So you had only been with Anderson for a couple months before we met. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yep. About the same time. About the same time, yeah, I guess. So, yeah, there you go. So, uh, uh, they, they're just an incredible company, incredible customer support, incredible products. Uh, Kevin and Ken are both incredible human beings. I have not been able to, I would not have been able to get to this point without them. I'll say that. And anybody else who's ever helped me in my career, Blackstone's Gym, Iron Chamber Gym, and obviously our home right now, Unleashed Strength Gym, uh, Mike Fobby, Tracy Weiler, Adam Hicks, Dale, Avery Rusty, Shane Klein. I can't, I can't name everybody. It's too much. <laughs> yeah, our, our, our dog, obviously. <laughs> so that's, um, that was that weekend. That was incredible. I, I am still kind of, still kind of hard for me to accept. You know, be, it becomes so normal because we handle these kind of weights every single week, every single weekend and in excess of what I do at the, at these meets. And it just kind of, I didn't go from, I was an 800 pound bencher that somehow managed a 1300 pound. You know, that would have been, well, whoa, that would have been just astronomically, just almost, almost physically impossible. But because we do these weights so often, it just kind of becomes like a normal thing. Mm-hmm. It's still really cool. I got it in a competition. That's where it matters. Um, but these weights happen so often. So we uh, we wrapped up the meet. We got to watch Owen finish out the meet, and uh, Walter is the best spotter. Owen says, "Yeah." Uh, we got to watch Owen finish out his meet and uh, get his get a nice total to build from, and uh, I look forward to seeing where he goes from here. And uh, what a what a great meet to do as your first one. Uh, you know, it's not some backyard, small little local meet. It was a big meet with a, it was a two day meet with a lot of people. Yeah. Friends. With all our friends. So we got to leave. We drove straight to Ohio and uh, spent Sunday night, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday with our families. And uh, <clears throat> we went to Dayton the next day to look at some houses, met up with Amber, checked in the hotel. And then uh, we spent the next three days of the Arnold Classic. So that was cool. We got to set up the booth, work for three days and tear down the booth. That was new for us. So we're at the Arnold, got to meet a lot of people, take a bunch of pictures, sold a lot of products, a lot of Pharrell's, a lot of Widowmakers, good stuff. And then uh, we left the Arnold, went back home for a day, lifted weights at Blackstone's gym, and then the next day we were back in Virginia. And then three days later, we were back on the road this weekend, back at York. I went to help uh, Amy Richlack and Alexander run and judge and our uh, two-day RPS meet in York. So we were in York, then Ohio, and then York again. So um, yeah. busy, busy, busy. But I got to I got to judge for the first time ever in an officiated competition. I shadowed the first day, and then I was able to actually head judge uh, the bench and side judge the squat and deadlift uh, the next day all by, all by myself. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. Uh, I did have to shadow at first, and then uh, got to take over the reins the next day. So I'm glad I could help. Uh, them run that RPS meet. I like the RPS Federation. I love Gene, Amy, Alexander, all those guys. Uh, really good group of people. They run a tight ship, and uh, I wanted to give, you know, give back. And that's one of the best ways you could give back, besides helping others, going to meets, running model lifts, loading plates, handing off to those people who don't have, uh, you know, a handoff guy. But uh, I've never never had the opportunity to actually judge a an official meet, and I did so. Very happy with that. So we are finally, we are caught up. We are now in the present. 
It's been a wild three weeks. It sure has. Now, I don't have a lot of time to rest because we have the WPO Bench Bash. That's right, Florida. We have the WPO Bench Bash literally in two weekends. So we'll be home this week, home half of next week, and then we're on a plane down to Boca Raton, Florida, for the WPO Bench Bash, which I am very, very excited for. Um, it's going to be cool. Uh, we're going to the Redcon 1 training facility, so that'll be neat. We looked at pictures, and in fact, Redcon 1 training facility is not red at all. It's very blue. <laughs> it's got a lot of blue color and lights to it, so I did not expect that. Dude, I really thought it would be red. I guess Red Con is not necessarily... I guess that's the name, but I was just expecting... Yeah, it's... I mean... Red facility. I Or, or at least red accents or yeah. overtone or something, but... No, so, uh, yeah, we got that in two weeks. Jesus Christ. And then the week, uh, we got one week, and then we're on the next week after that. We're going to the, pro -am, the Women's Pro-Am in Cincinnati, Ohio. So <laughs> we'll be back on the road... Eight hours to Cincinnati to help the gals for the two-day meet, the amateurs on Saturday and the pros on Sunday. We have a busy year. <sighs> then we'll be back home and should be home for about a month and a half, I think, before we go to the Baddest Bencher in Texas, uh, more specifically Kingwood, Texas, Houston area. And we'll be doing that one, so... Oh boy, so I think that I think we're caught up. Uh, that's what we've done, what we're doing now, and what we are planning for the near future. Yeah, talk about the Arnold a little bit. That was, I feel like the Arnold was more than your lift. Like your lift was that one day. Yeah. But we were at the Arnold for four days. Three, four days. Yeah, so the Arnold, this is the first time we've gone to the Arnold and seen all of the, I mean, we, we've always kind of been aware of it, but to be a part of. The start and the end. You know, when I was a kid, when I was 20, when I was 18, 19, 20, 21, show up to the Arnold, work the booth, walk around at your leisure, leave at your, your leisure, whatever. It was just, you never saw the behind the scenes stuff. But this time, we got there Thursday morning. I had to actually get up at four in the morning, which that was such a Marine Corps thing. I'm like, this time should not fucking exist. So I got up at four in the morning to go pick up Katie at her grandma's and then hit 36 to go all the way to Columbus. Uh, and then get to the Columbus Convention Center at 7 sharp. I was, I was literally there like 7.01. Kevin rolled in with Patrick Holloway at around 7.30. And the, the Arnold was empty. The carpets weren't even rolled down yet. So we got in there completely empty, like a few vendors here and there, got our passes, waited for Kevin to pull up to the docks. But the docks were like way down there. And then we unloaded the truck with Patrick and Kevin. Uh, just two two dollies, just back and forth, back and forth, unloading all the Anderson equipment. Set up the booth for the next three or four hours before we had to leave to go look at houses. And then Kevin was able to finish setting up the booth within the next two hours or so. And then uh, <laughs> check in in the hotel that night. And then we worked the Arnold those three days. And then at the end, on Sunday, when the venue was done, we had to load everything up and then go back down the dock outside to the box truck and load everything up. That was a first for us, to see everything behind the scenes, the setting up, the actual working it, and then the tearing down. Um, there's a lot of work that goes into it, which sounds stupid. I mean, obviously there is, but we had never seen it. Kevin really does it all by himself. 
Yeah, to imagine. Amazing. I, so yeah, he, he didn't have anybody out who were like, hey, can you guys, do you think you could help us? We're like, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> we will be there. And we did. And I, it took a lot of, it took a lot out of me to get my ass out of bed that early. Like I said, I haven't done that shit since the Marine Corps. Well, and I don't think you've had a full night's sleep until last night. Oh, yeah. I, I've, I've had insomnia. Just like after big meat. The last time this happened was when I benched 1,000 for the first time in... Almost two years to the day. March March of 2020, when I benched 1,000 for the first time, 1,035. I couldn't... I didn't sleep. We, we, we did the same thing. We went straight to Ohio... And stayed there for the Arnold, which was the COVID classic that was like 80% canceled. There were still events going on, just no vendors. We still went. Got to meet Ryan for the first time, Ryan Canelli, and met up with Tiny Meeker. Uh, got to watch some powerlifting. So I did not sleep the f- three or four days after my big lift. I was just online, constantly just re- reminiscing and answering questions and comments. And it was pretty fun. So this was similar because... Uh, Boy, oh, so it's, it's like I said, the, the three weeks have just been so draining. We, of course, every time we go to Ohio, we get fucking sick. Every, it's, it's mind boggling. Every time we go to Ohio, we always come back to Virginia sick, whether it be throats, coughs, runny noses, sinuses. My ears were completely plugged up for about five or six days. I just got this one to pop this morning. I just tried to do it again. Um, I don't know what it is. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. We don't even have to go to big events. If we just go home to visit family for five days and come back or three days even, or we get sick. I don't know what it is. That's why I call Ohio the sick state because we always get sick every fucking time. Anyway. Anyway, <laughs> I had to, I just, I just, it's, it's, it's a good rant. My mind bogglingly frustrating. Yarrow was fun though. Got to meet a lot of people. Um, believe it or not, I don't actually sign a lot of autographs. I I don't. That's not something that happens to me. I guess I'm just not popular enough. I got to. I signed a few though. I I was, I signed a few. <laughs> um, that was cool. I got a couple of kids brought brand new like white belts and I signed their belts. And some people wanted a t-shirt sign. I signed a couple of t-shirts. I mean, it doesn't happen that often to me. So when it does happen, it's like, oh, well, yeah. It's really cool, it's really cool for me. Um, got to watch some Strongman. Got to watch our buddy uh, Bobby Thompson go up there and wreak havoc, the American nightmare. He lives two towns over from us here in Virginia. So we get to see him quite often. We go to the same chiropractic care. We're both uh, kind of, in a sense, sponsored by Alive by Design. Um, uh, uh, Jericho, he does chiropractic care on us uh, free of charge. Uh, so that's that's pretty cool. So I got to watch some strongman, got to watch some powerlifting, met up with Rob Farrell. Rob Farrell let me take home a barbell. So I am extremely gracious for that. He let me take home an F8 Customs uh, Sportcraft bench bar. Uh, it, it's really cool. He's allowed me to test it out. Um, I gave him progress supports, you know, kind of, hey, is what I think. Hey, I'm not sure about this. Uh, so far, the only thing I don't like is the uh, Cerakote or Cerakote or some kind of coating on the sleeves. And when you have a lot of, um, if you have a lot of weight on the bar, every bar is going to flex a little bit. 
and the sleeves are so smooth that the plates start to slide. So it's a, so he so he said, "Hey Rob, that's the only thing I don't like." He's like, "Yeah, from this point forward, I will not put that coating on the sleeves if that's going to be an issue." So otherwise, super fucking awesome. I've never been given a barbell before. That's really cool. And then I also met up with Jim Seitzer of Band Bell. He called me the week after my big lift, and I met him at the Arnold for the first time ever. Cool little guy. Uh, good talking to him. And he sent me uh, Earthquake Bar. He sent me a. Uh, it's called the. It's called the Emax. It's part of the Earthquake Bar series. He bought. He sent me that one, and. Uh, <laughs> And uh, I was like, Jim, this has never happened. So he actually sent me that bar first before I got the, the bench bar. So technically, um, he, I said, man, this is never, he's like, I've, I've never had this happen to me, man. I was like, this is awesome. He's like, are you serious? I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't get bars and equipment. I just, you know, everything we have, uh, we've had to buy. Now, I'm not talking about like bench shirts and wraps and Anderson equipment. That's obviously been part of my sponsorship. But as far as equipment, like barbells, or, you know, things you lift with, I have never been sent anything like that before. So that was a first. So thank you, Jim Seitzer. Thank you, Rob Farrell, for what you do for me. Uh, that was pretty amazing. So, yeah, it's been crazy, man. Just just, just going and going and going. It's, it's been an absolute wild uh, three weeks. So I'm just going to go through here and just catch up on a few comments or... Uh, things before we get down to the bottom. Thank you for all the comments, everybody. I'm just looking for questions. Oh, I have a quick question right here from Josh Tippy 168 Yo, Jimmy, quick question. In the raw bench, my lockout has been pretty good, but my bottom bench strength is starting to suffer any advice. I would say that if you're having trouble in the bottom, I would acute that to probably upper back, uh, lack of upper back tightness or strength. So I would tell you to do, if you're already doing a lot of back, probably do more and uh, work on that, work on staying tight in the back. I think that's what has a lot to do with the strength off the chest. Most people are like, oh, you need to do flies, you need to do dumbbell things. I'm like, ah, I mean, all that stuff is fine and dandy. Um, work at a mechanical disadvantage. If you bench wide all the time, bench narrow. Bench reverse, change it up. Don't always train at a mechanical advantage. Train at a mechanical disadvantage. Uh, things like that. But definitely check out your upper back strength and your tightness and uh, address that. That one Jason Blaha guy was saying that he got 1545. Yeah, I don't know, dude. He's uh, that, that was weird. I don't know what yeah, that I mean, was. There's a lot of like trolls that'll come out. but That's, that's whatever. Matt said... Only person to my knowledge that's held the single ply and unlimited record at the same time. Well, yeah, I think I think so. I think so. He's got a whole board of records he's planning on taking. Yeah, I hold right now uh, six all-time world record benches currently across four different weight classes. So I can see it from over here. Uh, I still hold the 242 multiply bench at 950, the 275 multiply bench at 1,035, uh, two at 308, the single ply is 1,060, and the unlimited is 1,120. Sorry, those are both 1,120, my bad. Single ply and the unlimited are both 1,120. And then at super heavyweight, the single ply benched 1,060, and then three weeks ago I benched 1,320 in the unlimited division. 
Uh, so I have six more I have to get. My goal is to hold all 12. So well, you're probably not going to hold the 242s again, buddy. Oh, probably not. So, okay, <laughs> like I have... You could try. Then I have four more. Realistically, four Realistically, more. Realistically, four more, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so that's kind of cool. Four more. I might get down to 242. I doubt it. Do a huge water cut. Matt said, get the multiply record, too, so you can have all three at one time. That's the plan. The other two sure as hell aren't going anywhere. Ah, That makes sense. That makes sense. Good idea. Joey Lifts, you're still doing critique reviews. I am. It's just I have not been able to. I don't have the time right now. Uh, I knew this year was going to get fucking crazy. January was pretty much. January, beginning of February, was my last month and a half of time before things are just going to get apeshit crazy. Like I said, the last three weeks, it was York, Ohio, York this previous weekend. And then two weekends, we're going to be back in Florida. And then two weekends after that, we're going to be back in Cincinnati. And then a month later, we're going back to Texas. It's, it's just been crazy and wild. I'm trying to get as much videos up as I possibly can on YouTube and Instagram. Uh, it just becomes a time thing. What else do we got? Oh, well, Owen said Walter is the best spotter. That's a, that's a fact. Good Cal Strength, good seeing you this weekend. Uh, good seeing you as well. I'm not great with names, but if I met you, um, I'm glad I could have met you. The goat, someone said. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm flattered. Let's see. Legend, I thank you. I called you a goat, and you shaved off your beard. And I yeah, cried. because you were drunk and making fun of me. <laughs> now everyone calls you a goat. Well, I called you the goat first, but that was The different. acronym goat, not, <laughs> oh, you look like a goat with your goatee. Ah. Just drunk and going <sighs> off the rails. Off the rails, you made me sound like a psycho. No, you were just really, 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 really hammered that night. <laughs> this is like our first year dating or something. Jesus Christ. Well, Ale. <laughs> Wes Jacobs, 33, RPS treats lifters like family. They certainly do. And when you get to know all those guys, Amy and Alex and everybody, it's just they're, they're just such nice people. And all they want is to host good events with strict judging. And uh, be lifter friendly as well. So I'm I'm really glad I could be a part of their of their competition. Brian McLean eighty four. While I thought I was traveling a lot, having a seven hour ride home from Pennsylvania, you need a vacation. Well, we kind of we work for ourselves. We don't go to jobs, so we kind of are on our own schedule. So it's not like I mean, I'm not on a constant vacation, but we we are living the way we want to live. I just, oh, when I got out of the Marines, the first thing I thought was, I do not want to have to go from being treated like a child for four years by the, by the fucking Marine Corps, and then go to a job that I'm probably going to hate for a guy or a boss that I'm going to probably hate too, and being told what to do and what to, how to do it and when to be there. I was like, ah, oh, that's not going to fucking happen. So we made, we made it work. We made our own business work. So I'm very fortunate for that. What do we got? Okay. Matt says, if you move back to Ohio, you might stay sick all the time. Well, no, I don't know. I think it's just one of those things, the change of, I'm assuming, I'm assuming a little bit of an altitude change, I, I guess. I don't know. Uh, geographic location. And we are really tired. Yeah, it's just, I, I think once, we'll probably have an adjustment period once we move back. Because I ne- like, I, I don't get sick. We don't really get sick that often. If I don't go to, if we were in Virginia for the rest of our lives, I could not go to Ohio for four years, and I'll never get sick. Not a cold, not a sniffle. 
allergies, but that's not really being sick. I don't get sick. I just, I just don't. But uh, well, I think just changing everything, going up there, different everything, geographic location, weather, uh, plants even arguably, just I think everything changed. It's just, it's fucking Ohio. I don't know. The, 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 like some family members were sick and that, we the, have a two-year-old nephew and yeah. kids are gross it's anyway. Just, it's just lake effect. I mean, like all these factors. Now, if we just stay there and don't leave... I think after we get over that initial being sick, being back in the state, we should be fine. Because when we were up in Ohio, as long as we weren't traveling outside the state too often, I never got sick up there either. But I was always up there. So I don't know. It's just a, I'm just speaking my this mind. It's theory. It's theory, yes. Tiffany says, now I want one. You want what? You want a bench shirt or a, a Walter Melon dog? <laughs> Not sure which one you want. Sorry, I, I'm just now catching up to all the, the comments and questions, guys. So my apologies. <clears throat> we are recording a benching and bullshitting podcast right now. So all that was me kind of catching up with the last three weeks, and now I'm getting to questions and comments. Zach Howe, you ever been to Cleveland? That's where I'm from. Yes, we've been to Cleveland a lot. We actually grew up an hour, hour and a half south of Cleveland in the uh, Tuscarawas County. So... Cleveland was pretty much our backyard. We were centrally located. We could go an hour, hour and a half north to Cleveland or an hour and a half west to Columbus. Or an hour and a half east to Pittsburgh. That too. So. Kind of in a little mid area. Yeah. Cody Plum, what's up, man? Oh, Cody's on here. How's the arm, Cody? I haven't talked to you very much, but I've been seeing you lifting weights and being active, which is fantastic. He says... I did that earthquake bar one-handed. It got crazy. Oh, well, that just answered my own question. I'm glad you're going crazy. That's fact. That's that's good. I'm glad. I'm glad to hear that. When's our pod going out, man? Matt is asking. Uh, this week. This week, Matt. I apologize. Like I said, these last three weeks have completely just fucked everything up, as far as online stuff goes. I I haven't gone live since the meet once. This is my first time doing it, so that's my bad. We'll get that up this week. Uh, my apologies. Matt also says, fun fact, two years ago to this day is when I fractured my ulna and radius. Oh, shit. Doing my first bench only meet unlimited June 24th. Going to bench 100 pounds more than I broke it with. That right there is a success story. I've talked to Matt a lot about uh, breaking his arm, fracturing his arm completely in half basically and uh he's come back from that and he's gonna bench 100 pounds more that's cool than he than he broke it with that right and there Cody, if you're still on that right there can show you that you're gonna come back just as strong too but that, that's i i call, he called me cody called me before he went into surgery it's like 10 minutes before he was all loopy and funny uh in good spirits and i told him like you're gonna come back from this like this is not the end you're, you're going to come back and it's gonna be a, i'm gonna f- have fun watching you get back to where you were, and then beyond that. Since <clears throat> Joey lifts, we'll be doing more technique reviews. I will be. It's just, I like I said to everybody, the first half of this year, I I knew well, I was going to be really down on my time because of how much stuff we got going on. So I'm, I'm really going to try to squeeze it in there, get at least one or two out a month, maybe. But it's just, it's a, it's, it's been nuts. And just on top of that, getting sick. And trying to recover and then traveling more while sick, yeah. which 
ears and sinuses and just, uh Staying on top of training in between all these, yeah, training, uh, all these competitions. So, yeah. So, eventually, yes, I'm still doing them, just not currently as we speak. Cody, <clears throat> did you notice any difference in how far you had to lower your 1320? That bar looked quite cambered with all that weight. It was, yeah, when you look at it from a certain angle or certain pictures... Fun thing, if you actually take a picture of your of yourself benching, for example, like my bench, if you flip the picture upside down, you can actually you can really see the bow in the bar. For, I don't know why that is, but for some reason, when you flip the picture upside down, you can really see just how much the bar is bending. I don't know why or how that works. No, uh, it felt normal. Uh, the distance didn't feel any worse. For being an Iron Wolf bar... I mean, Tiny Meeker called me the day after, and he's like, were they using the same bar they've always used? I'm like, yeah, it's an Iron Wolf bar. Because when he was there back in 2013 or 14, trying to bench like 1120 or something, he said his bar was just like like a, like a noodle. Hmm. He's like, you benched 1320. It didn't seem to bend that much. I'm like... Well, it's the same bar that he did the 1120 well, he was, or whatever. No, he was saying, in compared to like... Seven years ago, oh. not not just like his last well, competition. Same bar he just used. Yeah, I, I two months ago. I was surprised how much it wasn't bending, but I again I, I didn't feel any difference. Like it didn't make the distance that much longer. It felt it felt normal. It didn't and feel also, like, worse. There's a big difference when you're using hundreds versus forty five. True. Kilos. So the spot my guy still had like that much bar to hang on to, even with that much six hundred pound plates per side plus a. I think a 25 and a collar. They still had some bar to hang on to, so that's pretty cool. Getting gains. Do you notice any gain out of pulling the collar down on the F8 like a regular bench shirt? Yes, I do. Uh, I actually set the shirt. So what I do, I don't try to put the shirt on and then pull it down while I'm wearing it. I take the shirt off. I let it hang at my belt. And I take that, that flap in the front, and I pull that flap down below my belt to lower the whole shirt like this. And I kind of look at it. I pull it down a little bit more and then I look at it. So I'm lowering the shirt and then I cinch it down with my belt. And then I just kind of squeeze into it with the shirt preset low. I don't try to put it on high and then have my guys pull down on it. I don't do that. So I preset the shirt and then get into it within a lower position. And yes, now I especially notice a difference when I'm in my two-ply Pharrell. Um, <clears throat> that's the shirt where it's, it's, it fits me a lot tighter and it's thinner. If I wear it high as compared to wearing it low, big difference in performance. A lot more support when you wear them down here. So you, you do, I think, in fact, Rob has a post on his F8 Customs page on Instagram about uh, wearing the shirt high versus low. You want to wear them lower. That's how they work. Let's see. Cody Barton says, what do you do for back? What don't I do for back? I do, oh, I train back like a bodybuilder. Um, I have one day per week, so Tuesdays, tomorrow, that I train just upper back. Uh, but typically between six to seven different movements, sometimes eight, if I'm feeling frisky. Uh, not a lot of pull downs. They're more cosmetic, but I do a lot of Rows, 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 dumbbell rows, cable rows, shrugs, 
shrugs, rows, rows, where you see a pattern. I do a shitload of upper back work, a lot, a lot of volume. At one point, uh, my early Patreon members will know that I, I was doing three upper back days per week. I was trying to bring my back up. I was benching twice a week. I was doing back three days per week, typically between 100 and 150 sets of back per week. Not reps, 100 to 150 sets of back per week uh, to bring my back volume up. I will still throw back in uh, at the end of my lower body days. So I'm hitting back between two, uh, two to three days per week uh, with one designated full day for upper back. I just row and row and row and shrug and shrug and shrug and shrug. So a lot of upper back work, absolutely. One rep max is on here was Gucci. Aside from the sleeves, did you notice a difference between the F8 versus the Sabretooth versus the Texas? Oh, the oh the sleeves of the bar. I got you. Also, I think Texas made Sabretooth back in the day, so I don't know. Yeah, uh, Buddy Caps, Texas, made the Sabretooth, but it was distributed and sold through Elite FTS. They don't do it anymore. They don't sell it anymore. Uh, the F8 bench bar, it does not flex very much, which is good. Uh, it has a coating on the knurling that makes it very kind of almost sticky almost, like very, very grippy. Uh, it's custom color too, so the smooth of the bar and the rings and the F8 symbols on the collars are all orange, like a copper, copper uh, mandarin copper kind of look to it, which is pretty cool. You can order them custom with different colors. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just, it's got more loadable sleeve length. It's got the highest amount of sleeve length Loadable sleeve length at any bench bar on the market. It's got 21 inches of loadable bar space per side. The Sabretooth has 19. I'm assuming that the Buddy Caps and the Texas Bars have about the same 18 or 19 inches. So it's longer sleeves, more room for heavier weights and spotters to hold onto the bar, and it's super stiff. Higher tensile strength. So I notice a big difference. It's very smooth. I love benching with it. Ralph Kuznarak is on here. Dairy Hut symbol on the new singlet for Florida. I am going to try because um, he, he texted us the logo. I'm like, oh, old man, I need you to email it to me so we can print it out and get it cut in vinyl so I can stick it on my singlet. So, you yes. Tell everyone else what you're talking about. Tracy Weiler owns Weiler's Dairy Hut in West Lafayette, Ohio. Him and his wife have graciously agreed to uh, sponsor me, uh, to help with my supplement costs. Offered, not agreed. They, they agreed with them. So like he talked to her and they agreed him and Debbie, agreed like amongst themselves. Yes. But they, they offer to pay me as a sponsorship to help pay for my weight gain. So he asked like, do you have a supplement company? I'm like, no. He's like, you're for real? I'm like, no. He's like, well, what do you use? I said, well, I, I drink a lot of weight gain. That's all I take. Pre-workouts don't do it for me. I drink rains. And we're recording again. Sorry for that. So uh, Tracy Weiler and his wife, Debbie, have agreed, uh, graciously offered to sponsor me uh, every three months paying for my supplementation, which is my weight gain, which I ordered off of bodybuilding.com. So very, 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 very awesome. I'm going to add them as a sponsor to my singlet, uh, Weiler's Dairy Hut, but I have to get the old man to email me his logo so I can print it off. I can't do anything with just a text message. Like, he took a picture of it like this. Like on, So, got to work on that with him. So, yes, that will be going on my singlet very soon. 
Were you and Tyler Butcher able to close down any Chinese buffets? No. We did, however, on Friday night go to, uh, what do you call it? We went to the Mongolian Barbecue Buffet, which is right down the road from the convention center. That's like a tradition. Every Arnold Classic, we go to the Mongolian Barbecue Buffet. And uh, we chow down with uh, Shane Klein, his wife, and daughter. No, his son was son. there. Tank was there. Tank was there. So that's, but no, me and Tyler did not connect and do a Chinese buffet. That is my jam, however. I could eat the shit out of Chinese. What else do we got here? Owen said, just don't move. Problem solved. Oh, yeah. We can't, we can't afford it anymore, guys. I'm sorry. I, 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 it's, it's, it's become, we're, we're, it, it's just too much. Uh, what are you talking, you're, you're moving too there, Owen. You're, you're, everybody's moving, not just us. Mm. Anyway, and plus you're gonna. It is you know. It's not like this is more of a see you later kind of thing. You know, we're we're we're, we're, not, we're gonna connect in the future for sure. Oh, a signature from the coat. Oh, I see. <laughs> yes, anytime, anytime. That's what Tiffany said. Oh, gotcha. Uh, Barracuda Bart says. On your shirted days, how many work sets do you do? Oh, good grief. Um, Starting, like, counting the shirt or counting raw? Shirted. You said shirted days. Uh, uh, good question. I like working singles because you can handle the most weight. Uh... Three to four sets, sometimes doubles, sometimes singles. Three to four heavy sets, typically. Um, usually one boards and half boards, sometimes full range, especially in the band shirts. Two boards and three boards are kind of worthless. You need to train that full range of motion as close to it as possible. So I don't do anything above a one board. Uh, one boards and half boards or full range. Let's see, Wonder Max says... The whole sick thing happens to me every time I come back from Mexico. It's funny because I used to live in TJ. Not sure what that is. Until the last year, and it wasn't until I moved back to San Diego, I started getting sick again. Oh, it's not just us then. Cody says his arm is good. I have back surgery Friday. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Good. Well, good. I'm glad you're getting yourself taken care of. Absolutely. And there you go. Uh, I'm way behind, everybody. Message to Cody. Feel free to reach out to me, brother. There you go. Okay. Awesome. Let's see. How Zach. Zach, how? I'm 17, and my bench went from 95 pounds to 225 in eight months. Any tips? My dad taking me to Westside, and Louis said, more triceps. I'm training with Larry Pacifico. He says the same thing. Well, they're smart. Yes, more triceps. Second to that, more upper back. I always tell people if you want to fix your bench, you probably need more triceps or more upper back. Those two things right there. If you're if you're training with, I mean, you went from ninety five to two twenty five in eight months. I don't need to tell you anything. Uh, you you don't need any tips. Your your bench is going up just fine. So yeah, and Pacifico is probably a good person. Yep, that. just just keep doing what you're doing. Uh, I don't need to tell you anything. You're good. What do we got here? Kolb's. <laughs> what do you do for back? Kolb's answer. Yes. <laughs> Literally everything. Like There's not a lot of things I don't do for upper back. Getting gains. Will you be at the Arkansas Strength Expo June 25th? No. I see Arkansas. Where the fuck is Arkansas? I have a map right here. Oh, very good. 
Uh, I see Anderson Powerfitting will have a it's booth set up there. Texas. Ooh, hell, I don't think we'll be making that trip. Probably when is not. It June? June 25th. No, probably not. Plus, like, I, I w- we're probably the poorest members of Team Anderson <laughs> Powerlifting, and we can't afford to literally do, like, anything. We, we can't... We come f- home and work our ass off so we can leave again. <laughs> we can drive, but we can't afford to fly. So unless Anderson's like, hey, I want you guys here, I'll pay your way there. If he says that, I'll more than likely probably go. But also, if our team has a meet, if we got guys that are doing a competition, which we have a competition coming up in June or July <clears throat> that the whole crew wants to do in York again. Is that July or June? July. That's July. Okay. So uh, with all the traveling we have been doing, gotta feel and my, we're buying a house. So gotta we feel have my glands here. I'm swollen. Oh, oh stop. So no, prob- probably not. I, I, I don't think we're going to make that one. Okay. Josh... Josh Tippy says, yo, Jimmy, any advice for a raw lifter that fails a bench at the bottom? I can look at weights pretty good, but I can't get them going off my chest. I think, oh, he said lockout. Okay, lockout, I mean. Uh, that's all triceps, and it's engaging the triceps at the beginning of the lift. A lot of people are like, okay, you know, push the weight up, press the weight up, and then at the top, when you hit your sticking point, which means the bar stops, okay, now activate triceps and try to spread the bar apart, activate the triceps, lock the weight out. I'm like, okay, why are you waiting to activate the triceps at the end of the lift? Activate the triceps at the beginning of the lift. So <clears throat> I don't I don't press and then follow that up with an extension. I do the opposite. I extend followed by a press. So I have a tricep dominant press. You can, why wait till the end to get your triceps engaged to lock the weight out? By that time, it might be too late. And get, try to learn and teach yourself. It's very hard to do. It took me a long time, like 16 years, and, and getting older and wiser. Engage the triceps in the bottom of the lift. Don't engage from here to start the weight. Engage from back here to get the weight going with your triceps and then press. That way your triceps are engaged and ready to catch that weight at the top. Don't wait till the end. That Oh, now triceps. Oh, you know, it might be too late, so... So do that. Matt says, are they selling those Velcro singlets like the one you had on, man? That was sick. No, that's a custom thing that my wife did for me because I had an idea I got from Bill Gillespie. And we tried to put on my singlet at home with this giant four-ply Pharrell and we couldn't fucking get it up. So I said, hey, cut them, add Velcro so we can just put it on like like a squat suit. So that's something that we just did at home. Uh, uh, credit due to Bill Gillespie for giving me the idea. I saw him do it. I didn't talk to him about it. Uh, it's legal in the IPA. The WPO is allowing me to do it they, for a bench meet. They said they just that's fine. Wayne said no problem. <clears throat> Certain feds don't want you to do that shit. Like feds that have a single ply division, there's no Velcro allowed in single ply lifting. Now like wrist wraps is different. But like in a lot of single ply meets, you can't have Velcro straps on your on your equipment. It has to be like one solid piece. So, um, but yeah, they didn't mind. It's just a custom thing we did here at the house. Let's see here. Wonder at Max, since you brought up pre workout, ever try beetroot powder? I was weak as fuck post COVID, and it wasn't until I threw that in 
that all my strength came back and then some. I have not tried that. Um, let me jot that down. And what was it? I'm sorry. Beetroot powder. One rep max said to rec- recommended that. Okay. I will try that. I have not tried that before, so thank you. Always learning. I, I love learning stuff. Uh, Matt says, I kind of regret not getting you to sign my singlet or something after hearing that man. Oh, <laughs> That's okay. It's it's uh it's good. Uh, it, it it doesn't. I don't. It doesn't happen to me. I'm not. I'm not a Louis Simmons. I'm not a Matt Wedding or a you know Jerry Pritchett. I don't. I'm not. I don't think I'm popular. I'm not loud, obnoxious, or annoying. I, I don't. I don't think I'm annoying. But uh, I don't. I don't put myself out there. I just. I just like lifting and competing and just doing my thing. And if people like it, that's cool. If they don't, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> So that yeah, um, in the future, I'll I will sign something in the future for you though. Oh, wonder makes a TJ equals Tijuana. Okay, by the way, so you're good. <laughs> Matt says, do, <clears throat> do you still find shirting up weekly optimal when using a band shirt, or do you back off more? No, I do. I don't change anything. The only thing that changed for me for going from poly to band shirts was the weights being used. That was it. Um, nothing changed. I did the exact... No, I, I did less upper end work, like two boards, three boards. Eh. Three board shirt work is kind of... I don't. I think it's kind of crap. Um, but I do a shitload of one board, half board, and full range touches in my band shirts. But the volume did not change at all. I, 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 I'm in my shirt every single week. I'm a creature of habit and routine. And I cannot back off. If I start backing off, it's going to fuck me up. So some people might find that backing off and doing less shirt work is better, especially in the band shirts. But um, for me, I have to keep it exactly the same. So nothing changed. Oh, Timmer's on here. <clears throat> Will you be at the APF Nationals in Lombard, Illinois in June? There's an Anderson booth there. I... June, nah. June's not gonna be a good month. I think June's gonna. gonna June I think June's gonna be a month where I don't do shit. But and just in May, you've got Baddest Bencher, and then the next yep. weekend you'll be giving a seminar. Oh God, I forgot. Oh Jesus. It's gonna be exciting. Oh my God, I'm gonna be so sick. Um, we will be host. We will be going down to Charlotte, North Carolina, the weekend of my birthday, May 29th. We'll be down at a gym in North Carolina, uh, like I said, Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll be hosting a bench press seminar. So I know uh, Tim McCain's going to that. Uh, someone said Donnie Thompson's thinking about going there. Oh, hell yeah. Aaron's coming. Uh, Levi the Fireman's going to be there. <clears throat> hosting at a gym. I can't remember all the details. It's on my Instagram. I'll make a post about it later. Um, so May's going to be very busy as well. The weekend after the Baddest Venture... We are driving to North Carolina for like three days to do this seminar. So June, I don't think I will be doing fucking anything. Yeah, I know, because there's the IPA meet we're going to do in July, and then probably help judge an, an RPS meet in July. And we're moving. And I'm, we're moving. Somewhere in all of this. I'm feeling, I'm feeling overwhelmed just thinking about it. You, we're okay. We're all right. <clears throat> hey, let's get down to the bottom here. Oh, you think you're? Pre- I think I'm pretty, huh? Well, yeah. that's very cool. I do. Oh, love from India. Thank you. You are the biggest inspiration and in love from India. Thank you very much. 
Uh, Timmer, how long does it take for your CNS to recover? It, a week. Now, the first time I handled 14 a few months ago, a couple months ago, that took two weeks. <laughs> uh, I still came into the gym the week after I benched. I did my first successful touch with 1,200. But in the video, I zoomed in on my Patreon. You can see my arm. I got the weight out. And I was just shaking like this. I mean, I was just, my CNS was completely fried. I still benched 1,200 pounds. I was pretty happy. Uh, no, week to week. I don't, I, I can, I lift heavy week to week. My CNS recovers very quickly. Oh, boy. Let's see here. Oh, <clears throat> ultimately, in terms of recovery, for sure, frequency. No, uh, my recovery, like I just explained with Timmer there, my recovery is very fast. Um, and I can do it week to week. There, there's, there's no, um, need for me to take any longer than just one week to recover. Regarding shirt frequency, Coach Mendy has me wearing, hit the shirt twice a week. Ooh. It has been working, but gas prices equal. Now I drive to LA one week, not two. Let's see how, what happens. I, I, I know he does. I wouldn't shirt up twice a week. Well, if it's an unlimited shirt, it doesn't take as much out of you as a poly. It just depends on what Well, he's you always... Yeah, he, he did in polys, too, though. It's insane. His shirt frequency is insane. Uh, my secondary bench day is just not shirted. So I wear, like, the Rob Farrell Widowmakers. I do overload work with those. Uh, floor presses, close-grip presses, board work. Um, I still go really heavy, just not in a shirt. So that's gas prices might have to might that might have to change. We'll see. Best of fortunes to you. The Pharrell bencher used for the thirteen twenty was a four ply. Yes, it was. It was a four ply. Will you do a raw competition? Uh, probably not. Uh, I don't care about raw. I can never imagine shirting up twice a week. Me either. <laughs> How do you know when your CNS is done? How often should you overload? Well, I technically overload every single week in one fashion or another, either more weight, more reps, or lower boards. I do, or any combination of those three things. I'm always shooting for a PR, whether it's a full range PR, a half board single, half board double, one board single, one board double, or a two board, a one board, a one board, a half board. I'm always pushing something heavier or more reps or lower boards. So I'm constantly overloading in some form or fashion. Uh, you'll know if you're, you won't physically know. You might feel like shit the day after and then feel fine the rest of the week. You won't know that your CNS is fried until you go to bench the next time. You're like, whoa, everything feels like shit and I'm weak. That's probably a good sign that your CNS is fried. <clears throat> Brian McLean, any chance you would do a bench seminar closer to Boston at some point? Boston's not too far from here. Yeah, it is. Boston. You're thinking Baltimore. It's not too far. Oh, Baltimore. Oh, how far is Boston? Like eight hours. <laughs> well, uh, I would, yes. Um, I would. Brian I'm McLean. Look it up right now. Yeah. He's going to look up how far a drive that would be. Uh, I will just say I, I, I don't. I, I'm not a big. I don't want to charge people an arm and a leg because I'm not, I don't agree with that. Because of just... Yeah. Like seven hours seven. and 12 minutes. So for the driving... Uh, I, so for the guy in North Carolina for this 
seminar I'm doing in Charlotte, I just said, hey, I'll, I'll do it for 500 bucks plus setting us up in a hotel for two nights. As long as that's covered, I'll do it. I know Mendy charges up to two or three thousand dollars per for seminar plus his uh, buying his food for the week or so, something like that. But I don't want to charge three thousand dollars for a seminar. Uh, but I have to. I have. We have to live. Yeah, and especially like a drive like that with gas prices. Yes. So I will. I will just tell you. Yes, I will do a. I would do a seminar closer to Boston, but I will. I will probably have to charge five hundred dollars, uh, plus one or two nights in a hotel accommodations. That's because because we have to. We have to live. I, I, if I could do everything, if I was independently wealthy, I could do all this for free. I would. I. I would. I just. I'm just. We're not that way. <laughs> Let's see. What's up, Legend? How your day going? It's going fantastic. Trying to get over being sick. I just had a 310 single slingshot bench. Good for you. I hope that's a PR and many more PRs coming to you. Oh, uh, Timur said my 1320 is officially in open powerlifting. I've been checking every oh, day. Oh, we've been checking every day. Today's the first day I didn't check. Thank you, Timur. I appreciate that. We, we gave up checking because it hadn't happened for... It took them three weeks. Well... It's only like two guys that run the entire thing for the whole oh. world, so. Oh well. If you guys don't know, they have a Patreon. Yeah, I'm I'm, subs- I'm subscribed to it. It's so. like three bucks a month. And if or you five bucks a month. Three or five or ten, they have different options. If you do that, you can actually request to have your name on Open Power and turn a different color. So I think mine's. It's green. Mine's green. That's right. Jimmy, you should come to Arizona. I, I. I'm not opposed to that. I really would like to. It's just a matter of getting us out there. <laughs> we can't. We're not. Uh, we're not uh, wealthy people. We traveling is quite the quite the challenge. Let's see. You think you're gonna throw on an X Factor Mendy shirt for shits and giggles? Uh, I have to stay in Anderson Power Things Lane, and because we are the sole distributor for Rob Farrell shirts, I cannot use a competing brand. And Rob's been really good to us. I don't want to sac. I do not want to sacrifice the relationship I have with Rob because we work really well together. He worked with Anderson really well. It's a great relationship, and I can't. I have to stay in this lane right here. <laughs> I have to stay here. So no, I'll probably will not be uh, indulging. Tim McCain's already signed up for the North Carolina seminar. Awesome. Does overhead press build the bench lockout? I argue no. I think overhead work is pretty worthless for benching. If you want to do overhead press for the fact of building an overhead press, go ahead. But otherwise, I think you could build your bench off of bench-specific movements, close grip stuff, um, tricep builders, reverse grip benching. Overhead pressing is, is sucky. Matt says, I'd like to come to the Charlotte seminar since it's only like three hours for me. That's not bad. Cool. It's about five for us. So... Yeah, it's uh, May 29th, Matt. Uh, I will make a post about it on my Instagram, like, details. I know the gym just put out a big flyer about it. Uh, I'll have to contact them and get that and post it. So, you guys, if you want to come, that'd be fantastic. It's going to be a big day. <clears throat> Let's see here. Oh. How do I, how do you figure out your weight for warm-up sets? Because I missed 315 because I went from 275 to 315. I mean that seems like a decent that seems like a, fa- a fair jump. I I wouldn't think that'd be too much. I just 
that's a complicated one, man. I don't know. I do, when I'm warming up for a meet, I go raw. I go one, two, three, four, five plates. I don't do six plates uh, in the warm period for a competition. I do one through five plates raw, throw my shirt on, do like seven plates for five or six reps, slow half reps. I'll do a thousand pounds for a one rep off of one board, then I'll do my opener. Um, yeah, it's just, you have to assess. Uh, it's, it's all about trial and error. That's how I figure it out, it's trial and error. <clears throat> What's the most you ever locked out in a training with bands, boards, or any accessory lifts combined? The most weight I've ever held in my hands is 1425. That's the heaviest one-board press I've ever done, and that's the heaviest press I've ever done. I don't do bands. I don't do chains. I just do straight weight, so I've done 1425 to a one-board. I train with Alex from the RPS, so I'll ask him and the owner of my gym about trying to work something out for having you guys for a seminar. Cool. Cool. Yeah, I'll do that shit for sure. Um, just, uh, let me know way ahead of time. And like I said, I just, I, I hate, I feel guilty asking for some, for some money for it and compensation on hotels, but I just, I have to. So if, so if you, uh, can do that, just like I said, my rate is about 500 bucks and uh, that, that to me, that sounds steep, but in reality it's not and hotel accommodations, but that's it. So thank you. Thank you, Brian McLean. King Louie. Oh, no shit. Jeff Lewis is on here. You gotta be kidding me. Holy shit. <laughs> Hi, Jeff. Jeff Lewis here. Congrats on your huge bench. I'm helping at getting gains with his four-ply shirt. Okay. Due to the band shirts, so do you pull the collar down as far as possible with the band shirts? Yes. Um, uh, as Rob Farrell would say, they're not designed to be ridden high up here. You do want them to be low. Now, I, I I do both based on the weight. If it's like a 1,000 pounds, I'm talking, we'll talk about my two-ply, say. If it's a 1,000 pounds, I want it kind of higher. If I'm going 1,100 plus to 1,200 pounds, I'll pull it down. Now, for my four-ply shirt, I don't do a hell of a lot of adjusting to it, but I, I will move that neck up and down a little bit. So, yes, you do want to ride them low. They're designed to be low. Uh, that's You're going to get the most out of them that way. Jeff Lewis. Well, oh, boy. Jeff, I used to, oh, you and you and Chad Ikes, I think were ahead of your times. I want I want to tell you that. Like I used to watch you guys when I was in high school and middle school. I used to just watch all the YouTube videos of WPO and all that stuff. So I, I've I've really watched you for a lot of years. Um, so thank you, <laughs> thank you for that, and thank you for what you've done to the sport. Um, that that's crazy that you're on here. This is awesome. Let's see. Winter Mech said, get the beetroot powder. He said that for sure. Matt, at weights, at what weights do you start making the two to 300 pound jumps and warm ups? Like, how strong were you when you realized you could do that? When I was a 900 pound bencher, I did that. I would jump from 315 raw to six or 700 pounds in the shirt and then open at 900 pounds. Uh, if your muscles are warm, the shirt is going to keep you from getting anything torn. So I would do all my warm-up stuff and then put the shirt on and you're good to go. Now the thing is, if you you have to be well adapted to those weights. So I am very well adapted to 11, 12, 1300 pounds. 1400 pounds is still, I'm, it's, new. it's new. I'm not, I'm not adju fully adjusted to it yet, I, I, but I'm trying to be very soon. 
but uh it's a matter of being adjusted so if i ha- if i if i'm well adjusted to 1300 pounds i can jump from 315 405 500 to 7 to 1000 to 12 in a very short succession um as long as i'm warmed up properly it's all a matter of adaptation <laughs> this is an interesting one do you think daniel zamanis bench is real zamanis bench is real i'd like to think it is it's hard, it, you, it's it's a gym lift you can't make any you, you can't judge it too hard because it's a gym lift i want to believe it's real he looks like he can do it uh all I have to say is, get him on a platform. Mm-hmm. Do it in the meet. That's, that's, that's all I can say. I can't say, oh, it's fake. Oh, it's something doesn't look right. It's just when people are zooming in on the plates and they're all different shapes, it's like, it's a gym lift. Plates come in different sizes. Get, get him on a platform. That's all I have to say. I, I, I can't say it's real or not. I just, I hope it is. I want to believe it is. Do it on the platform. <laughs> Let's see here. So what's your warm-up look like in training? Like I said, I'll do raw, reverse grip. I'll go one plate, two, three, four, five plates. Occasionally, I might do six plates raw. Occasionally, not very often. Before getting into my shirt. And then I'll do one warm-up set, two warm-up sets, about 700 pounds for half reps, 1,000 pounds, about one board. Then I'll jump to my working weights, which is 12, 13, or 13 plus, so... I'll hit about three to four working sets at those rep rate or those those weights. My nose is really itchy. All by the way, I hope that's not annoying. But oh my allergies. Let's see. Oh King Louis, perfect. Thank you. Keep cranking those big benches. Thanks for the kind words. Much appreciated. Well, thank you, Mister Jeff Lewis. If anybody doesn't know who Jeff Lewis is, please get off my live. No, <laughs> no I'm just joking. Jeff Lewis, man, he was a 1,200 pound squatter back when. Like, nobody was squatting 1,200 pounds. And I'm pretty sure he did it in a boss suit as well. Maybe. I think he did. Can't remember. Inspirational. Just just, just beautiful, beautiful form. Benching 800 plus and pulling over 700 pounds. I mean, like I said, him and Chad Ikes, I classify as being two lifters back in the early 2000s, mid-2000s, that were so ahead of their time. For real. So... Thank you for being on here, Mr. Jeff Lewis. Never got to meet you in person. I want to eventually, though. <laughs> Matt says, I want my 200 pounds. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Let's see. Cam's on here. Hello, Cam. Samani's the same ethnicity ethnicity as me. Cool. His gym is in the same parent, same city my parents grew up in. Cool. How often do you bench? Twice a week. What's the benefit of reverse grip? Why train it? Because it is easy on the shoulders. It takes stress away from the pecs. It puts all the strain back here where it belongs on the triceps. So I can do raw bench while keeping all of this safe and blasting the triceps. What else would I want? Eddie or Thor? They're both fucking cool. I love them both. What is the one thing you tell yourself when you first started specializing in bench? What is one thing you would you tell yourself when you first started training bench? Uh, to not try to <clears throat> copy others, to not try to train how others train, to just do what you do. 
Every person that has ever lived, is currently living, or will ever live is a little bit different. And we all have to train a little bit different to fit our own individual needs. So I wish I would have told myself, I would tell my beginning self at the very beginning, train how you want, train the way you're going to get results from. Don't try and copy others. That's what I would have told myself. Magnavita, what's up, Magnavita? Magnavita, Matt Magnavita on here. Uh, just squatted 1,200 pounds for the first time ever, benched eight and pulled in the sixes for a very, very, very impressive total. Congratulations, Matt, for me publicly. That is really fucking cool. Uh, congrats on those numbers again. <clears throat> Thoughts on the conjugate method? I think it's crap. I'm sorry. It's a, I'm very uh, opinionated and I'm not afraid to say what I want to say. I think conjugate is crap. I'm sorry if anybody is offended by that. You do like the uh, change of stimulus. I, I like The only thing I agree with is the rotation of max effort movement. That is it. I don't do bands. I don't do chains. I don't do speed work. I don't do accommodating. I don't do any of that crap. I think it's all overdone. I think it's all too complicated. We go onto a, a platform to lift a straight bar with straight weight for a one rep max. So what do I do? We train how we compete. I lift straight weight all the time, and I get really good at it. I am really good at lifting straight weight. I'm not really good at doing, you know, bench with reverse bands or bench with reverse bands plus some chain weight and the percentages and then doubles and then cycling and pendulum waving and all. Like, God, fuck that. The name of the game is to get stronger, man. So I go to the gym to get stronger. I lift heavy fucking weight all the time. So that's my very simplistic philosophy with uh, conjugate and why I don't like it. Matt says, any idea for the price of the entry for the seminar? Ooh. I Let don't. see if I can find it. She's going to look that up for you, Matt, because I know Tim McCain on here. He got his ticket. He ordered his already. So I'm not she's gonna look it up and see what the price. I'm assuming twenty-five to fifty. But she's gonna double check. We'll see. Do you do raw meats or equipped meats or just equipped? I do only equipped. I don't care about raw. Mike, what I need band bench shirts start with boards, yes or no? Uh if you're yeah, I I would. If it's your first time ever, I would work down the boards, but you will quickly find out that eventually you won't have to do all the middle boards. I do one boards and half boards or full range touches. That's it. I don't do two boards or three boards or anything like that. $50. Okay, Matt, that is $50 for an entry fee. And I just added it to your story. Uh, okay, there we go. So everybody, on my story just now, Katie added the uh, information for the seminar I'm hosting at the gym. What's the gym called? Indian Trail. There's a gym called Strength Empire. I'll be hosting a bench seminar there on May 29th, which is my birthday. Uh, no time limit. I'll talk about a bunch of things. That's uh, Indian Trail, North Carolina, May 29th. $50 for an entry uh, for the seminar. We'll have some fun. Do you do rack lockouts? Not very often. I kind of weaved those out. Uh, I didn't get a lot out of them. I will do them from time to time. Uh, but not very often, though. Appreciate it. Absolutely. How much for Jimmy to do a power clean? Uh, 
Can't put a price on that. I'm never going to do that shit. Nope. <laughs> I'm not built for that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's see here. Oh, Barry's about an hour and a half from Charlottesville. Yeah, okay. Well, hey, uh, Barry, if you want to come to that seminar, I'd like to meet you finally. Uh, we probably won't have a lot of time for leisure. We're probably going to have to do the seminar and go. Uh, but I would love to see you. If you could show up, that'd be that'd be fantastic. He says he's we're welcome to come to his gym, and he says the pool is always open. Cool. So thank you, Barry. Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, let's see. Charlotte. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. And then Spencer Mather asks, what are your thoughts on rest recovery from benching heavy so often? Uh, I don't know. I, uh, rest recovery from benching heavy so often. I mean, I, I bench in my shirt every single Saturday, heavy, heavy as possible. Um, and now with these band shirts, my working weights, my working weights, are anywhere from 1250 to 1400 pounds and that never stops. I just but I, but I, but I, but I've been doing that for 14 years almost. I I've, I've been training the exact same way for 14 years. Um if you I, I don't need any more time than a week. Um and I I go, I and I bench on Wednesdays as well, uh which is my not sure today, but it's still Weight ranges from 700 to 1,000 pounds. I'm in a Rob Farrell slinger, or a Widowmaker, and I still handle weights between 700, 800, 900, and 1,000 pounds. So I, I'm constantly handling heavy weight. I just, that's the way I've always done it, so that's the way I, I do it now. It's just, that's what works for me. <clears throat> Let's see. Will Stone Cold's make a comeback anytime soon since your elbow is better? Oh, well, this. The stone colbs, I don't know. Uh, if I do them, they're going to be very light because I do not want... They didn't hurt my elbow, but I don't want to re-hurt my elbow. So, no. Uh, maybe. We'll see. Do you overhead press? Absolutely not. No overhead pressing at all. <laughs> Your CNS is on X Games mode. How long does it take for you to figure out if supplements, accessory lift is, isn't helping? Uh, probably about two months. I will give any accessory movement at least two honest months to see if it works. And uh, if it doesn't, I move on. But I've been doing this shit for competitively for 14 years, lifting for almost 18 years. So I've had a lot of time to really weed everything out. So, yeah. Taylor says, not human. <laughs> I, I promise you I am. I'm sick right now. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm still human. So what do you do for shoulders? A lot of raises. Shoulders are important for benching heavy weights, but overhead pressing is not. You can quote me on that. I do a lot of side delts and a lot of rear delt raises. I don't do anything overhead, though, at all, ever. Nope. Let's see. Reverse skirt benching is still on Wednesdays? Yes. Uh, recently, no. I've been doing a lot more uh, Widowmaker stuff with heavier weight, but I will still reverse grip on Wednesdays. Or reverse grip on Saturdays as part of my warm up before my shirted bench. So, I do want to end that right there with Mike. I don't want to take up any more of your guys' night. I know a lot of you have to get up for work in the morning. My apologies. So, I'll end it right there, guys. Thank you for joining me here tonight. I will be on here at least once a week. Um, oh, shit. I got a really cool one right here that's about Sean Latimer. I arm wrestle with Sean Latimer. He's a friend. He benched 900 pounds back in the day. Yes, I remember watching Sean. 
He tells me that almost all of his forearm size and strength came from holding heavy benches. Same for you. Uh, I have to work at my forearms. Um, but, yeah, that's awesome. I'm glad you know Sean Latimer. Big inspiration for me early on. So, yes, thank you, for everybody. I'm glad I could answer some questions. Uh, thank you for joining me here for my benching and bullshitting uh, podcast episode. It will be posted later on as a podcast episode uh, through our Anchor app here. So have a good night. I will be on here at least once a week. Look out for me, usually on Saturday nights or Sunday nights. I'll post about it in my stories. Check out my stories right now. Uh, Go see the information for the North Carolina Indian Trail seminar that I'll be hosting at the end of May. Uh, That's going to be really fun. It's going to be a long seminar talking about shirts, boards, reverse grip benching, all the cool shit, okay? And then, uh, yeah, I will see you guys another time. Have a good night.